1: Welcome to the Nutrigenomic Nation podcast with Brian Highfield, certified nutritionist, author, speaker, and founder of multiple successful companies in the health world. Brian is known for educating healthcare professionals and others on improving their health and their life through breakthroughs in nutrition, technology, and biochemistry. On the podcast, Brian interviews thought leaders in the world of nutrition and natural health. He and his guests share the secrets of a whole life natural approach to health and the life altering results you can get by making easy changes to your diet and daily routine.
0: Well, welcome to another episode of Nutrigenomic Nation where we talk about topics related to your genetic health. And so today we have a very special guest. We have Dr. Andrea Louise. So Andrea is a chiropractor and she's been practicing since 2003 and has her has owned and operated her own practice near Austin, Texas since 2006. She's nationally board certified in non-surgical spinal decompression and is also working on her certification in neurology. So welcome to the program, Andrea.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: For sure. And uh, our audience wants to get to know you a little bit. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and what made you want to become a chiropractor in the first place?
1: Yeah, it was kind of an off the beaten path journey. Um, I started I started undergraduate school for oceanography and then took a hard left into chiropractic. Um, I was actually nannying for a family over the summer in college, and the dad was a chiropractor and the mom ran the business. And so they brought me into the office to help out there and then help out at home some. And so I was exposed to chiropractic for the first time, and that was incredible. And I knew I had always wanted to study medicine, um, but I'm, I've am i always been in the more natural realm. And so doing pediatrics or MD um, wasn't really for me. And so when I found chiropractic, it was just the perfect fit for what I wanted to do. So awesome. I revamped my whole college education and went off to chiropractic school.
0: All right. And not often do you see yeah. To go to school for oceanography and then yeah. switch over to chiropractic, but that's uh, that's that's pretty. And that is a hard left. As you put yeah, it, it. was.
1: <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but I'm glad I did.
0: Yeah. yeah. So talk a little bit about your your specialty here, which is non-surgical spinal decompression. What is that exactly?
1: Yeah, so it's for any patient who has a disc issue. So whether that's a disc bulge a herniation, sciatica, nerve impingement, neuropathy, um, spinal stenosis, those are my people. That's who I take care of. And what non-surgical spinal decompression is, is a treatment that allows for spacing for a compressed disc where it's been squeezed and is bulging and perhaps pressing on a nerve. We allow for a lift in that specific disc region to allow for more space. Um, so we see pain relief usually 90% of the time. It's huge.
0: And that was my first question. I mean, what what do patients experience that they would, would seek your help? Is, is it primarily pain? Is that the primary symptom?
1: Yeah, I mean, disc issues are so huge. Um, they're in, incredibly painful. Discs are covered in pain fibers. So the pain is parallel to childbirth, um, passing a kidney stone, like it's it's up there.
0: Mm. And so
1: people have generally seeked out all kinds of care and are still dealing with the symptoms. And so um, the, it's usually pain relief that they're coming to see me for, but it does bleed over into all aspects of their life. A lot of my patients who are active and fit and healthy, um, suffer from a disc issue and are suddenly taken away from their sports. They're taken out of their lifestyle. They can't even sit to watch a movie um, or sit at the computer to work because of the disc issue. So it really does affect everything, um, from pain to mood to lifestyle.
0: Uh, so they're they're seeking your help. And what can they expect, like on their on their first visit to you, if they're if they're suffering from back pain? How does that first visit go?
1: Yeah, well, so first we start off with a consultation and try to figure out, first off, are you in the right office? Is this something that I can help with, Um, something that we can work with? And generally I refer for an MRI first, if they don't already have one. Um, If they've already been through pain management or an orthopedic, then they usually have one. Um, But if not, then that's the the first item, first order of business is to see what's going on specifically. Um, Spinal decompression works best when it's targeted at a specific disc, and if you don't know which disc it is, then the treatment isn't super beneficial. So starting off with that, and then the first treatment session um, usually is not a lot, honestly. We have to start really gently with how much pressure Relief we put in, how much tension, and then how much time we do, and that generally increases over time. So the first visit is pretty easy breezy. Um, The patient it just lays on the machine while the traction does all of the work. So it's very passive, but there's no pain at all ever. So that part's good.
0: Good, and and so you you mentioned uh, you know different well, what it could be. You mentioned you know. Um, uh, a bulging disc, herniated disc, sciatica, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what are those different, different things for the people that are, are new and, and, and I know a lot of people have heard those terms, but not necessarily know the differences.
1: Yeah, so, um, well, I can show you. Um, All right. So if you have... I love models, that's great. All right. I'm a visual person. Um, so if you look at the spine from the side here, you've got vertebrae, vertebrae, and then disc in the middle. Um, this is a spinal cord running down the back, and then spinal nerves that exit out right and left. So at every level in the spine, you've got this setup going on. And so if you have a bulge, it's when that happens. Wow. So when this pushes against this nerve, that's when the pain will radiate. In the neck, it goes down into the arms and hands, and then in the lower back, it goes down into the legs.
0: So a bulge so, is kind of like a, it's kind of bubbling out there and putting pressure on the nerve.
1: Yes. And a disc, uh, the way I explain it to patients is that it's essentially um, similar to a jelly donut. You've got a center part that's really soft and squishy, and then you've got these tough outer fibers on the outside. If the outer fibers break down, generally you have a bulge. If that jelly actually goes through the crust, then that's a herniation. So they're just different uh, levels of severity of the same process.
0: Okay. And talk about sciatica. What is, what is that?
1: Yeah. So the sciatic nerve is the largest nerve in the body and it exits down from the lower back and then generally goes right down the back of the leg, um, straight down the buttocks, straight down the back of the leg, all the way to the floor. So if someone's experiencing sciatica, they can have sharp shooting electric type pain um, all the way down their leg. 't always go all the way down sometimes it ends at the back of the knee or the base of the buttocks but usually it's it's in that pain pattern and so that's just the it's the largest nerve and we happen to sit on it so mm-hmm. it's the most affected one that i see
0: mm-hmm. great uh what else? there was a couple others i think you mentioned that i may have forgotten so we, we covered those three what, what what other conditions could there yeah.
1: be uh spinal stenosis is a big one stenosis, so yeah. stenosis Yeah, stenosis is just a fancy way of saying a narrowing of a tunnel. And in the spine, you've got three tunnels that you wanna stay nice and open. You've got one for the spinal cord here. And then at every level, you've got one right and one left for these spinal nerves to exit out. So when you have stenosis, it's narrowing of a tunnel. So there's less room for that nerve to flow. If there's a disc in the way, then there's even less room for that nerve to flow. And as soon as you have pressure against a nerve, that friction will cause numbness, tingling, uh, sharp shooting pain. You can lose strength. You can lose muscle reflexes, and you can lose dexterity. So it's pretty big.
0: awesome. So you mentioned it was the treatment was was pain free. So exactly what what do you do once you isolate what the what the issue is?
1: Yeah. So it's. It's gonna be a really specific, gentle, movable stretch to the spine. And so depending on where it is, either in the neck or the low back, that's where most, vast majority of people have disc issues. Hardly ever in the mid back because we have a lot more protection with the rib cage. Um, But what they'll do is they'll lay on a table, face up on a specific table. Um, They're kind of wrapped up and and locked and loaded (laughs) to keep stable. And then based on the angle from the table to the computer software, that is what dictates what specific disc level we're going after. And then what will happen is a stretch into the spine. Um, So we stretch and hold and then release half of the pressure and then stretch, hold and release. Super, super gentle. Um, A lot of my patients take a nap while they're on there or they listen to a a good podcast, Um, but they'll just generally relax. And so that movement to the disc allows to reposition it. So we create space where there wasn't space before.
0: Awesome. So uh, it, are there at-home exercises, this person that you, you give them homework to do at, at home or do they have to continue to seek treatment or what's what's the long-term um, lifestyle that the person has after they seek treatment?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So. I usually refer for um, postural exercises, something like Pilates or core strengthening. They can do that with a physical therapist or a personal trainer. Um, Long-term, the disc itself, once it's damaged, it has very little healing. Discs do not have vascularity to them. There's no blood flow. So it's one of the few places in the body that once you have damage, it's pretty permanent. And so it does require long-term care. Um, so what I do is I'm at the beginning of treatment, I'm usually seeing somebody a couple times a week for this, and then they phase off into maintenance care, which is usually more like once a month. So if they're doing well in between, they just pop in once a month for a tune-up, we keep that disc in check, and then they can go do life the way they want to.
0: Awesome. Uh, so how, how is, uh, being overweight or being obese? Is that, is that a factor in, in some of these issues?
1: Yeah, more so in the lower back and the lumbar spine um, because as the center of gravity shifts forward um, with carrying extra weight around the middle, it can put more pressure on the back side of the discs and that's where they tend to bulge is off to the back and usually off to one side. So that's why most people will have nerve symptoms on one side, not usually both. Um, but yeah, carrying extra weight or not having good core stability um, that plays a huge role because you're tending to lift improperly, you know, without great form, uh, just on a day-to-day basis, and then not having that stability built in. There's not a lot of protection for those discs.
0: Now, is there is there a part of your treatment, are there uh, any tips from a nutritional perspective as far as, because um, I know uh, nutrition can impact the health of the disc itself and the, and the, the actual fluids and everything inside, the um, inside those discs. Is, is, that part of your, uh, curriculum?
1: Yeah. Um, actually one of my pieces of homework for each patient who receives this therapy is to hydrate with electrolytes. And so the electrolytes contribute to the muscle tone that surrounds the disc. And so in order for us to get a really nice stretch in that specific disc level, those muscles have to be willing to move. And so, um, I'm a big pusher of electrolytes, and then I ask my patients to minimize sugar in their diet, especially processed sugar, because it contributes to inflammation, and so the more inflamed we are, the more sore and pain, you know, in pain we are, so I tried to, you, uh, you know, ask for modifications on that. As far as supplements, um, there are a few that are somewhat helpful, but it's really more of those big, like long-term lifestyle changes that make a difference.
0: Awesome. So mm-hmm. is there anything about um, the non-surgical spinal decompression that that we haven't talked about that you, wanna, you want our audience to, to understand? Mm-hmm.
1: Usually results are seen within three to five visits. So once they are in for usually two to three weeks, they're feeling a significant difference. And it is something that I'm nationally board certified in. You don't have to be to do that therapy. Um, and so that's something to look into when you're, if you're considering it for treatment, to do your research and try to find somebody who is.
0: <laughs> awesome. So, and yeah. you're also working on certification in, in neurology. What, what uh, made you interested in getting that certification?
1: I'm just fascinated um, by how the brain works and development and my undergrad degree is in psychology and that's just stuck with me throughout my years in practice. I think I use that (laughs) sometimes that information just as much as I do chiropractic knowledge with working with patients. And so I am just extremely fascinated by how the brain works and what we can do to help ourselves with mental health. I see a lot of that in my practice. my patients who are dealing with pain and pain bleeds over into a lot of chronic depression. And so Mm. if there are any ways to help handle that, um, naturally, uh, or even with medication, but at least to catch that, you know, so we're talking about it is really big. Yeah. I just nerd out on neurology.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Um, and so if you, if you had a megaphone and you have you know, you're in a stadium, tens of thousands of people that want to just improve their health, they just want to feel better, you know, what? what's your advice if you're handed the microphone and can talk to all those people at once?
1: Yeah, it is to make changes to get up and move, um, and if that means getting out of pain first so you can be active, that's whatever needs to happen to make that happen but our bodies crave movement not only for our physical health but also for our mental health and so if we are able to just get out and walk our bodies will thank us for us um if we're able to incorporate any kind of movement with community that's even better but yeah just just do something to take care of your body Oh,
0: no, that's that's awesome that's, that's i think that's good advice just get out there and move i think uh uh, a lot of people can benefit from that. Uh, what's, uh, w- how can our audience get in touch with you or find out more about you and, or maybe have, have questions or just want to learn more about spinal decompression?
1: Yeah, my website's probably the best way. I'm at lakewayspine.com. My office is just outside of Austin. I've been here for 15 years now. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at Louise. So you can find me there. Um, I'm usually posting weekly videos on physical and mental health. So you can check those out. Uh, But yeah, my website's probably the best way.
0: Awesome. Well, great. We appreciate you being with us today. So we hope our audience has learned something today and enjoyed this episode of Nutridomic Nation. And next time we'll talk uh, another topic related to your genetic health. So thank you so much, Dr. Luis, has been our guest today.
1: Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much.
1: This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.